Hi there, I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of Live Healthy, and this is the Live Healthy podcast. Each week we interview health and wellness leaders and talk about all the things that are good for you, which you can also read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women in the UAE. And now, here's this week's guest. Today on the Live Healthy podcast, we have Shireen Kutab. She is a clarity coach, and I've been following her on Instagram for months now. We all know this is a very hard time with COVID. Things are so uncertain. And she's just someone I came across on Instagram. She's just talking about raising the vibration, making work human again, um, you know, being sort of magical beings, just like, just really nice stuff. You know what I mean? Just really, really nice stuff. So she's building her platform. Um, Shereen, you have a full-time job. You do this on the side, but I just kind of wanted to ask you, why did you start this? You're based in Dubai. Why did you start this? What is it you're trying to do? Hey, Anne-Marie. So thank you for having me on the podcast and thank you for that intro. My heart is smiling now. Um, why did I, ah, I think, I mean, so I would say I started my profile more actively um, around 2018 and I was going through a lot of shifts and changes, just personal life, a lot of stuff. So I was going through my own, I guess, unraveling, if you will, of of things. And I, I felt I needed a place or a community sense or just to make sense of the world in a way. And, um, and yeah, so that's where I kind of started up my, just sharing some of my videos. Um, it was a challenge as well through one of my, um, through one of my coaches and to get myself out there and to, you know, just be more, more visible. And yeah, and I just thought, you know, the more people would connect to me on a personal level, I felt like people were needing a level of, of that human connection. And I thought, you know, hey, you know, it's as much for me. Honestly, it started more as me as a reminder for myself just to not dwell on the negative all the time and that there is more to life. And it sort of just uh, kind of organically grew from there. How do you navigate? Because I know for me during COVID, I've had to avoid quite a few people. I just have to really limit my time with them and make sure I'm very strong when I see them. But how are you navigating all these, you know, the people you disagree with, the people who are frightened, the people who are this or that. Everyone is just so different now. How are you navigating this? And all the fear about COVID and all the rules and all everything. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this one's this one's a tough one. Um, for, for me personally, and this came more like throughout all of 2020. So it was like really like a training ground in a way. It was like building that muscle of being a lot more inward focused so I found that um, whenever I was like too out in the world and just like, you know, taking in a lot of input from people in the media and I suffered, like I found myself like reaching the end of the day, feeling frazzled and just completely disconnected and, and just in a, in a, just a, not a great place. And the more I started to just switch off, so literally switch off, like I've unfollowed lots of profiles, even you know, profiles I'd followed in the past, but just now I just felt like I would start to not uh, resonate with and I would feel like I don't feel so good after I kind of go through their content. So I thought, no, so that's going away or I'm muting them at least. Um, 
I don't really watch kind of mainstream news, um, you know, formally, let's say. Um, and then I do physically limit my time with people. And it's not just only COVID related. Like I, you know, some individuals, I just find like if I'm in their presence, like all they talk about is problems or all they talk about is just how the world is doomed and there's no hope and all of that. And I would feel myself like it would just have an impact on me. And I'm like, I don't feel so good. So I think it was just a decision in myself. Like I'm going to take control of how I feel. And if I'm going to take control of how I wanted to feel in a crazy world that I can't control, how can I do that? So the only way I found, I think, and, and that's, again, it's in all the, you know, kind of age old, you know, philosophies. And so it's like, look inwards, the answers are within. So in a way, you're kind of like, yeah, that's so cliched. But honestly, the more I started to put focus on me and just like prioritizing even that like 10 minutes in the morning of just like silent meditation, which was torture in the beginning. I was like, how do people do this? And then the 10 minutes grew into 15 and into 20. And I started to actually look forward to that time. And then now it's like those little practices throughout my day where I'm like, okay, this is the time I return to myself. Like I actually, you know, have my sacred space and I've put like, you know, just make it nice and warm and lovely and just, you know, quotes around me and, you know, posters that in inspire me. And, you know, it's just all surround myself with all of my favorite things that kind of Mary Poppins like, you know, like song. So, and it works, at least for me, it really does because I find that I'm much more um, balanced. And then I fill my cup first now before I go out into the world. So that when I do encounter people and then I'm much more kind of compassionate with where, with where they're coming from, their reality is not necessarily my reality. So it's like, it's okay. I can hold that compassionate perspective and just listen to them and then excuse myself from the conversation <laughs> politely. So, so that's kind of been my, my sort of navigation tactic lately. A lot of, a lot of self time, me time, self care. It's, it's crucial. It's not a, like when people go like, oh yeah, that's just a nice to have one day when you have time. I'm like, no, it's 2021. This is critical. Like if you don't do this <laughs> in this day and age, you're, yeah, you're missing the point. Yeah. Do you think before, before this was sort of brought to light, like, has this helped you focus your, this has helped you focus, like COVID has at least sort of helped you uh, decide, yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, pre-COVID, I think it was September of 2019, I went through, like, I had some health challenges, and I remember, like, I just started a new job at the time, and stress, and just, like, you know, workplace stress, and all of that fun stuff and you know as a single juggling parent as well that adds all the additional um all the additional um you know stresses to that um but um sorry so i was going back to 2019 i had some health challenges and around that time i worked with an integrative health coach which i would have never done in my life previously but i found it was like my last straw it was like okay so nothing is working i'm trying to hustle and grind i'm trying to juggle everything i kept like putting myself you know on the back burner and and in the end it was like look you know you're going to have to face yourself because no one's going to do this for you so no one's going to eat right for you no one's going to exercise for you no one's going to sit down and meditate for you you have to actually do this so in a way that health scare sort of was the kind of pre sort of amble to what 2020 was going to be about. And I felt that gave me a bit of a boost in terms of preparation. So when 2020 came around, I was like, 
okay, so I've got a bit of like training around this. Like I need to like focus on me, up my self-care, up myself kind of practices. Um, and yeah, and then that's just been my, my go-to. Um, I, I was going to say, so what, so I think it was March. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was around March time when I started this. I thought to myself, I'll do this hundred day challenge to like regulate my nervous system. Okay. And it was more for me. It was like, okay, if I can come up with ways like for the next hundred days, like it was more like, how can I stick to a habit that would, you know, and, it, and I wanted to look at it from not just like the physical stuff, like the eating and the exercise and all, but it was just also the mental health, emotional, you know, dealing with all the fear, you know, all the, so everything that kind of revved my nervous system up. And, and I, because I started to notice like specifically, I was becoming much more sensitive to people and to energy and, and just feeling bombarded with like, you know, all of that stuff. So it was March when I started that and it just came into the rest of 2020 and now it's just a way of life and it's, uh, yeah, it's how I do things. And that is part of that 100 day challenge. So for me, it's like things like, I mean, now it's like I start my mornings with like warm water and lemon and then I've got like my green juice. So it's stuff like on the physical side. So it's kind of foods and things and being more alkaline and more kind of balanced in, in what I eat, um, you know, just the gentle movement and stretching and, you know, incorporating workouts. And I've got my um, so I do boxing every Saturday. So that's my time to unleash kind of the crazy monkey mind on the punching bags but it's been a great release from a mental perspective as well um and then it's like getting into things like you know understanding more about like essential oils and about you know energy clearing and about like sound healing and about you know all of these other you know quote-unquote alternative therapies out there and i found that all of these things actually helped like they actually added more to my sense of balance because now it's like if, if things kind of go a bit like crazy like I, I always have like frankincense oil on hand and I've learned like it's such a grounding oil and it's like it's not only just you know kind of the smell but it does have properties that actually kind of it's anti-inflammatory it's got all these other things so so for me it's like having my tools now and it's like a toolkit so I literally got this pouch of things um, just like binaural beats listening to kind of different you know sound healing frequencies and I know like on the outside you know people kind of look at you and go like really and it's like yes yes this stuff works it does <laughs> I've listened to binaural beats for more than 10 years. I used to listen to them when I worked at the national because I would just get anxious and I couldn't work. And even if I would just want to get work done, I, I would put my headphones on and listen to them. They are amazing. They are amazing. And I love meditations that have them in the background, but people will think you're crazy if you talk about this. Honestly, honestly. I mean, I, I would say like since 2012-ish. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I had suffered like really bad panic attacks at that time I, I mean so bad debilitating to the point like I wouldn't leave the house or like if I did leave I would always have to call someone to always be a backup on hand if I couldn't drive you know it wasn't a way to live like it absolutely wasn't like there were times when even at work I would have like a heart mon monitor on and people wouldn't know because like I would be just going through all sorts of stuff and I'd be tracking my like palpitations and all of that and I just, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, finding all of these, you know, ways to actually like calm my nervous system. And, and it's no, um, you know, there's no stigma around medication. I mean, I was on medication as well for like a good 14 months of my life, you know, and it saved me, you know, and I, I speak about that openly because I needed my symptoms to calm down to be able to be able to think clearly again. 
Um, but now I'm like, I'm at this place where I know there's a lot that's within our control. There's a lot that we can impact, right? So it's, yeah, it's like, if I'm feeling a bit stressed or anxious, maybe I'll put something on and I'll listen to it or just rub a few drops of the oil and just take three deep breaths. And I know it sounds, again, the stuff, we hear it from the outside, especially when we were in that heightened state of like stress. And we're like, don't tell me I need to breathe. It's like, you actually do. <laughs> you actually do need to breathe. And I swear, if you take three deep breaths, you're gonna feel so much better. And, you know, it, it's funny how it's just, it's really simpler than we make it out to be, it really is. I'm curious yeah. that you went on medication and then you went off of it. So you went on medication for 14 months, you didn't intend to go on it for, because I think sometimes people think when, you know, you go on antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication is for a long time and it's also getting a bad rap. And I don't, I don't like that because it does help. No. It does help. And I, I think for me, it was the main thing at the time was just to manage the symptoms because I was so scared of the physical symptoms. And, but it was at the time when I was in parallel learning a lot more about the mind and about the nervous system. And I was doing kind of the, the coaching studies on the side and just getting into this world. And, and the more I learned, I, I realized that, you know, the symptoms are just like an indicator that your thinking is off track basically. And, and that you're not aligned. You don't need to believe every thought that comes through your head. And, you know, so all of that stuff started to build up. And then I realized soon that, and obviously, you know, in, you know, consultation with, you know, the doctor at the time, it's like, well, can I start to maybe taper off or phase out the medication and start to see how I'm doing? So I went through kind of a gradual approach where I started to phase it out and that, kind of slowly taper off and then just realize that I'm actually doing okay now it doesn't mean like I don't have like panic attack flare-ups every now and again we're human and I still do but I, I'm not scared of them as I was like I think back then I literally thought there was no way out like like I was doomed your life was over like you were gonna explode and, something like you were literally gonna like right Truly, yeah, I needed someone on hand, you know, I mean, the ER people like at American Hospital were like my best friends at one point in time, because they knew me, they're like, oh, she's back again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, here I am. And yeah, and it was it was a hard time, you know, when I look back on that time, but now I'm like, okay, it comes up, I know that I need to I know I'm not aligned. Like I know if I'm going through that, it means like I've either taken on too many commitments that I've, you know, like I know it's it's something to do with like a lack of alignment and balance within my life, or maybe as simple as I've not eaten like for the last four hours or something, or, you know, I've, I've not had enough water or, you know, so it's, it's, it's much more um, manageable now where, where I can pinpoint the root cause and be like, okay, I got this under control. We're going to take care of the immediate steps, whether it's eating, drinking, resting, breathing, and then just seeing, you know, looking at my calendar, maybe I've overcommitted myself to, to a lot of stuff and I need actually just time to decompress and integrate. And yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah, those are great tips. Um, how about as a mom, like you're, you're a single mom, you've got two girls. How do you, how do you balance I have no idea how you do it, balancing working full time and raising two children. And I must say, oh, I always, and I always preface this with everything. Like it really does take an entire village. Like for anyone out there that tells you, no, I do it alone. And I'm a super mom. It's like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is not the truth. So I am the first person to tell you that, um, yeah, I've got like an entire village surrounding. I'm so blessed that my parents live in the UAE. So they're in Dubai. Um, they've been longtime residents of the UAE. So this is practically home 
Um, but yeah, they're like a 10 minute drive away. They're on speed dial for anything and everything. Um, so in terms of like help with like the cooking and, you know, like, you know, now the kids are off for half term. So like they'll spend a couple of hours at the grandparents, you know, in the afternoon and, and that's been a godsend. Um, but, but for me, I think more recently, it's just been being more open, honest, transparent with even people at work with, you know, what it is to be a single parent and you're juggling. And I think in the past, I would have been a bit more reluctant to speak about it openly because of stigmas in the region. And, you know, and again, you don't want to be like, you don't want your performance to be like affected because people kind of get biased and all of that stuff. And I don't know, it's a combination of, you know, becoming a single parent, turning 40, all of the concoction of maybe things and hormones and stuff. And you just reach a point where you're like, you know, what really matters in life? And you just want to be true to yourself. And now, like, even at my last interview, I remember, like, I started off the conversation with, I'm a single parent, I've got two girls, if the school phones, I drop everything and run. So I'm like, that's my intro, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I thought, yeah, and it's like, on one hand, at the back of my hand, like, am I talking myself out of a job? And then it's, it's, well, actually, thank you for sharing that, you know, that's like very, you know, kind of honest and vulnerable and, and so on. It's like, well, how can we make this work in a way that is flexible and is, you know, so for me, flexibility obviously is key. Um, and I'm super grateful, you know, for the flexibility I do have with my workplace. And, and I think once you get to a level of, you know, your the value that you bring to an organization and, you know, your expertise and so on. So it becomes more of a negotiation. It's like a quid pro quo. Like, you know, maybe I don't need the flashy benefits or the flashy, you know, like title. Like I'm not in, but, but flexibility is so high on my, on my radar. So we can kind of negotiate in that sense. So, yeah. And how, I'm just curious because. I know when I'm like a low vibration and I know when I'm in a higher vibration, I just, you can tell the feelings. And I know sometimes when I hang around people that help me come lower and then there's people that I are higher. I just want to know, do you think that we can change the vibration or do we just concentrate? Like, how do we deal with it? I'm always wondering, like, I want to, I want to be up here, but you can't always be up here. And no. I don't I cut everyone out of my life who isn't always <laughs> a great day. So I just don't, you know, because a lot of these people you see, it's like, we got to be high vibes all the time. I, and, and that's the thing. So I, I, there came a point where I struggled with that, especially like I was starting to get into, you know, kind of spirituality more. And I was like, oh, I'm doing it all wrong. I should be like floating on a cloud all day, every day. <laughs> it's like, how do I do that? And then I realized, no, that's not, that's not it. You know, it's just about, I think the awareness is so key. It's the fact that when you are aware when you you are dipping in and out of, of your kind of lower vibrational place it's that itself is sort of the redirection compass if you will like it, it sort of kind of points you back to you know and it's not necessarily always being on that like super high vibe of like you know just you know dancing off the rooftops all the time um i think for me it's more just a sense of peace I know, like, I can feel it in my body, like, when my body feels really constricted, and I can feel kind of stress, especially like shoulders, like, I know myself, like, I get into this place, and I know when I'm starting to rush myself, like, I'm, I'm in a place of, like, you know, you're, you're kind of, you need to back off now, <laughs> you need to back off for a little bit, and I think you're, you're, you're not thinking clearly, you're not thinking straight, um, just go take a walk. So I literally talk to myself, like, I, you know, literally, like, you know, kind of tell myself to go for a walk or to just leave the task that I'm currently doing. 
because I know that I'm not coming at what I'm doing from a balanced and clear headspace. So I'm, you know, I know that I'm probably kind of in that maybe fearful thinking or anxious thinking or just like worried, you know, so I'm bringing all of that vibration into that email that I'm probably typing up or so, so it's probably not the best time to send that email. So, so for me, it's, it's, yeah, it's just that awareness level. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm allowed to be in a mopey, you know, low mood and that's okay. And, um, and I let myself, I honestly do. I, I give myself that time. I mean, I think it was last weekend. I just, you know, dropped my girls off at my parents. I was like, I, I just need cocoon time. So can you just take them? <laughs> so, and it was not about, you know, feeling bad about it. I literally just like, I remember like I was crying for just stuff that happened last year, just remembering things, certain people in my life. And I was like, it's okay. It's all okay. And I think just my body needed just time for me to acknowledge. And I think just with the pace of things that's happening, especially with 2021, COVID, the world being, you know, traumatized on so many levels, we're not giving ourselves just time to just let ourselves process stuff. And because we're just busy doing all the time, right? So just, yeah, sometimes just allowing allowing it to be. And if it's a low mood couple of hours or days, that's fine. Although I'll be honest, like it's not as, I don't spend as much time there as I used to in the past. So now like one of these dips would be more of a, an, a couple of hours as opposed to like it takes on like a whole week or two weeks of my life or yeah. Cool. Well, that is very comforting. It's nice to talk to you about these things. We could all use a bright spirit to follow. So what's your Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is at Shireen Clarity Coach. Um, so yeah, so it's more of a behind the scenes look at the juggling, at the real life, and just bringing that sense of magic and just everyday wonder to what we do. Love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Shireen, for coming. Thank you. Thank you. I've loved this so much. Thank you. That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the Live Healthy Podcast.